Welcome to the Interfaith Now podcast. Interfaith Now is an initiative with aims to bridge gaps, expand perspectives, and unify humanity through stories of religion, faith, and spirituality. This is part one of a three-part audio series titled, What Is? In episode one, we will tackle the question, what is religion? We have contributors from all over the world and all walks of life pouring their insights into this seemingly simple question. Some are able to respond in a matter of seconds, while others expand for minutes using metaphors and personal stories to delve into their understanding of the term religion. Let's get started. What is religion? What is faith? What is spirituality? When I first read these questions, I was kind of intimidated by them because they're so abstract. They kind of overlap, sometimes they're used interchangeably. So I have to admit that I Googled them to help me understand where do I actually stand on the definition of each of these three words. And I've come to the conclusion that religion, faith, and spirituality are each kind of like nesting dolls, with religion being the largest, then faith, and then spirituality. So to begin, what is religion? To me, religion is what governs your way of life. It governs all the decisions you make in your life. It governs the way you treat people, the way you act, the things that you believe are right and the things that you believe are wrong. So for me, the word religion would describe like the, the ultimate religions of the world that are based on a set of beliefs or rules. Um, so religion, you know, Yes, Catholicism or Judaism, Buddhism, they all believe, they all are religions that have a set of beliefs within that set of rules. For me, you know, what is religion? Uh, Religion is scaffolding. Religion is structure and form. And what came up for me when I was thinking about this, and I trust what comes from my unconscious uh, memories when I was a very small boy, I think I was five, of the first Apollo expedition, um, and watching the rocket and seeing its structure and form fall away, all that had held it as the rocket launched, as you know from seeing rockets uh, from their launch pad, everything falls away. And I was as fascinated by the bits that became redundant as the rocket itself. All of those million, multi-million pound vital accoutrements were there to hold something in place. Yet in the end, they were not needed and had to be let go. So we could say that our rocket, our spaceship, is that divine spark reaching for the heavens. And the structures that supported it a metaphor for religion. I consider religion to be an organized set of principles that answer questions about the ultimate purpose of life on earth. Um, People divide themselves into different religions based on where they differ in these beliefs. And I think religion includes the outward physical manifestation and practice of beliefs, such as going to a house of worship, and it provides a code of living for its followers. There comes a time, as all mystics know, that such support like training wheels on a bicycle, uh, becomes an encumbrance and is no longer necessary. In Middle Ages and medieval times, of course, such heresy could get you into a lot of trouble. And it still can now, as we are seeing so clearly at the moment in the world, disagree with someone's beliefs, their mental structure, and you can still be killed. So religion, I simply think religion 
um, is a set of ideas or rules um, that people decide to follow. Of all the questions, this is either the easiest or the most difficult question to answer. So I had to put a lot of thought into it. But basically, I define religion as an organized system of belief. It almost always has a founder, like one specific founder, and there's usually leadership of some kind that can be as big as the hierarchy of the Catholic Church or as small as one person who leads prayer or meditation or something like that. Religion makes you a better person. It makes you a more active member of society. It makes you value others, and it tells you what you're supposed to value and what might not necessarily be valuable to, to you. When our attempts at trying to understand the divine become concretized by the mind, with ego co-opting soul, and by ego I mean the part of the soul that doesn't yet know itself, we have a big problem. As Eckhart Tolle, one of the new wave of spiritual teachers, writes, whenever structure takes over, we have become mind-dominant. And our original intention for our religion, whatever that may be, whichever religion, becomes both lost and dangerous. Part of my work as a psychotherapist is to help people question their conditioning, what they have learned to believe. And much of that comes from organized religion and works at the level of mind. I believe religion, of course, is the organized bodies of faith. Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism so many more religions. There's many, many religions in this world that are so small that probably never get talked about, but they are organized forms of religion. And I believe what makes them a religion is that they're based on community. For example, I'm a Muslim, so I pray a certain way that all the other Muslims pray. We eat, dress all the same way because we're part of this one religion that tells us how to do these things and we all subscribe to them. There's a history Sometimes it's oral, but for the most part, it's written, especially since we've transitioned to the world's new era where everything seems to be written down somewhere. And there's something grounded in the tangible world that justifies the belief in some way. A lot of times that's just the text that they follow. Uh, so the Bible, the Quran, the Torah, all of those would be something tangible. There's a church in Ethiopia that claims they have the Ark of the Covenant. And so that's another tangible object that justifies uh, their belief. They really, truly believe that they have this relic. I think it is kind of a, a cultural idea of what um, your beliefs or system tie into the, the God or the being that you believe in. Evolutionary astrology, the astrology of the soul, is another tool I use to help people uh, and provides us with a very useful insight, I think. Uh, if we look at the planet, Saturn, a slow-moving outer planet, teaches us hard lessons that bind us to the world. It teaches us to grow up and be responsible and puts obstacles in our way. You fall in love and want to get married and Saturn says, no, not this one. You want to dance, be a dancer. Your parents, who represent Saturn and the status quo, say you have to be sensible and work in a bank. Saturn, again, gives priority to the world of form and structure and supports the established view. Think Pharisee. Saturn, of course, is another name for Satan, 
and we see Satan in the wilderness tempting Jesus by offering him the world. Well, why did he do this? He did this because he could, and temptation was his tool. When we are mind-dominated, we are easily seduced by the world and what it offers. But Christ knew the physical world was an illusion, and that the light of pure consciousness is within, is within the heart, not in the world. I think ultimately religion is kind of like, this is something that this whole group agrees on. Almost two billion people agree on Islam and the practices of Islam. At least the general practices, of course, there's differences. But generally we all agree on these certain principles, and we call that our religion. Why could Satan offer the world? Because as Christ said, in my father's house are many mansions, the physical plane being just one of them. And as we see from the story of Job, Satan is in charge here in this realm, although he needs divine consent to do his worst. He gets it because God tests us through Satan to see if we have had enough of this realm yet, or are we ready for further adventures in other planes of existence? But if the tangible object is just a symbol and not something as unique as a relic, that can work too. Statues of the Buddha, for example, feel imbibed with something spiritual or divine. I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't really have to be a relic at all. It could just be something ordinary that you could pick up at a gift shop or um, at your place of worship. Rosary beads are the same idea. So while it doesn't have to be a one-of-a-kind relic, there does need to be something you can see and touch to anchor you. Afterward, you can say you feel a spirit around you, that the objects aren't important, uh, that you don't need them, but they still have to be a part of the religion. Otherwise, claiming you have a religion would just be philosophizing in a purely theoretical way. So I simply think it's rules, traditions, or um, a worldview that you belong to. For until we are sick of the world of what the world offers and no longer need it, and that includes, I'm afraid, organized religion, which is part of this creation, and by this creation, uh, I mean body, mind, uh, and emotion. Religion is for people, and we're innately tangible creatures. That means we demand the tangible. So it's taking an idea and finding something that can root it to the present day, to the moment, something you can really connect with. And it includes all the good things we do. I think that's the bit that's hard to understand. You know, all the good things we do, all the healing modalities, etc., they're still part of this physical world. They're still part of Satan's realm. That may seem strange to say that and may be offensive to some people, but, you know, Satan is, is the lord of this creation. Uh, he's lord of this particular plane. Um, and it can be very confusing and very tempting to misunderstand that and to, and to hold on here. Um, religion, religion isn't a bad word. I grew up thinking, being taught oh, to be religious was bad because it was uh, meaning you weren't free or something. But, but, have, uh, but that's not how I view religion anymore. Religion is just simply describing what you believe. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to part one of this series titled, What Is? For more stories on religion, faith, and spirituality, look us up at medium.com slash interfaith-now.